So we're going to start with some breaking news real quick in terms of a Chrome. They just made a trade with the Whip Snakes, which sends Nick Grill to the Chrome in exchange for a Justin Gutterding. So obviously Gutterding, in my opinion, was one of the best point getters in the entire PLL the last two seasons. Uh, 2019, he was either top 10 or top 3. And then in 2020, he was either top 10 or top 3. He was top 3 one year, top 10 the other. So we'll see what he does in a new system. Uh, it's looking like Matt Rambo is most likely going to be out for a while. He's been out for the last couple weeks. Um, believe it's a shoulder issue. So this isn't a good sign for people at Matt Rambo. But if you have Justin Gutterding on your team still, this is a good sign for that. Now, in terms of Atlas Chrome, uh, Costabile had a fucking hell of a day. Hell of a weekend, but we'll start with a hell of a day. Six points with a two-pointer on the day as well. Caraway and T both had four points. Caraway with a hat trick. Trevor Baptiste with three points. Law with three points. And then Cockerton, Bucaro, and Atkin all with two points. And Romar Dennis with two points. So good Good looking out there, you know, with all these guys uh, scoring overall, especially Trevor Baptiste. I didn't really love him in this matchup, but I liked him. Um, and then I loved him in the next one. So if you're going to play someone all weekend, I thought Trevor Baptiste was your guy. He went fucking 83% at the faceoff dot with 19 ground balls, a PLL record, and 25 for 30, also a PLL record. And with two goals and an assist on four shots. He was fucking electric. Defensively, there wasn't too much to talk about. You know, obviously, Baptiste with 19 ground balls. Uh, Costabile, four ground balls. Rex Rowe, two cost turnovers. But beyond that, Kyle Russo played in uh, replacement for... Um, God, I'm going to blank on his name. But he went 57% in that, which, you know, ain't too bad. Ain't too bad. I'll take it. On the other side of the ball with the Chrome, their team didn't really put up the points I thought it was going to. Uh, Jackson Morrell continued to uh, produce with three goals, had a hat-trick. Jordan McIntosh joined with that hat-trick club himself with um, three goals. And then Dylan Malloy with four points. I haven't really seen too much out of him this season. I'm going to take a quick look into his stats Played last week, had four points, um, and then in the next game had two. So he's got four, four goals in two games, which is pretty pretty decently, uh, pretty decent looking. Tarafanko had two points, one calls turnover, six ground balls, so he played well as a short stick demon. Joel White with four calls turnover, six ground balls, and one point. He continues to dominate, and then we have Barclay. Uh, James Barclay, two calls turnovers, two ground ball, one point. So, decent day out of him. Overall, though, you're really looking at the Costabile. You're really looking at the Atlas side of things unless uh, besides the uh, – the, ah, actually, no, you know, White, Morrill, McIntosh, pretty decent numbers overall. This was a good game, high scoring. Uh, defensively, you know, Atlas didn't have too much, but I'd say that's about it. Uh, Connor Farrell obviously really struggled. I didn't like him. To put him in, but I didn't think that he was going to do that bad. And then John Galloway continues with this bit of his uh, his streaky back and forth performances, just under fifty percent, so not the worst, but not too good either. Next we have Archers Redwoods. This game I was pretty interested in. Um, you know, two good teams. One team 
first in the league uh, in the Redwoods and then the other team uh, going from first to worst pretty quickly in the Archers. Archers came out a little slow, but then picked it up and never really looked back. Uh, a fairly competitive game, but after the Archers gained their lead, it was pretty much over from there. On the Archer side of the ball, Marcus Holman with five points, three goals, two assists. So fucking hat trick out of him, a couple assists. Good to see him back in it. Tom Schreiber with two and two, four points on the day. Trey LeClaire with three points. I believe this is his first weekend. No, I'm sorry, it's not his first weekend playing. But he blew up in this game, had a hat trick, but this typically doesn't really happen all too often. An individual in my rankings video who I said I wish did a little bit more was Ryan Ambler. And he probably didn't listen to my video, but did respond with a hat-trick of his own. Grant's meant a bit of a slow day in terms of what we're used to with three points, two goals, one assist. And then Latrell Harris, Will Manny, both with two points. Again, you know, Will Manny, a bit of a slow-looking day on his end. Defensively, though, Mark McNeil, two calls turnovers, two ground balls. Um, Latrell Harris... 2-1 and then the two points. Dominic Hasek, one and four ground balls. Ratliff, same thing. One coast ever, four ground balls. And then Gittleman had three two-pointers given up, which is tough, but saved 63% of shots. And he got the dub, so how mad could you really be? Stephen Kelly obviously um, struggled because, you know, you're going up against T.D. Erlin, who we'll get to in a second. On the Redwood side of ball, Sergio Perkovic with four points, including one uh, two-pointer. Matt Cav with three points, and then after that, it was Pinnell, Garnsey, and Harrison all with two points. Pinnell and Garnsey both with goals, Harrison with the two-pointer. Not a whole bunch to see here. Miles Jones pretty quiet. Jules Henningberg pretty quiet. Not the uh, the greatest day out of them. Defensively. Garrett Apple was really the only guy that you could look at and be like, oh, yeah, it wasn't too bad. Uh, he had two calls, turnovers, two ground balls, and then obviously T.D. Erlin, uh, 40, uh, 74%, 12 ground balls, so pretty solid on his own part. And then Timmy Troutner, 58% in net. Overall, you know, definitely some disappointments on the Redwood side of things, but those days will happen. I don't think they'll be all too consistent, though. Next with the Water Dogs and Whips, we have, I believe his name is Ethan. Yep, Ethan Walker with four points, had three assists on the day. Karen McArdle had one two-pointer and two assists. Ryan Brown, could you guess what he had? He had a hat trick, uh, no assists, three points in the day. Ryan Conrad with two goals. Rylan Reese with the two-pointer. And then Zach Currier with a pretty quiet day with just one point himself. And then defensively speaking, Eli Gobrech, two calls turnovers, four ground balls with one point. Um, ben Randall, two calls turnovers, two ground balls, not a decent, uh, pretty decent outing by him. Ethan Walker continued to add on to his own resume with five ground balls, including a, a one cause turnover. Zach Curry with nine ground balls, you know, who would have thought? Jake Withers went 74% on the day. With seven ground balls. And Dylan Ward went 76% of the day. With 19 saves. So a hell of a day out of those special individuals. In terms of Withers and Ward. They, If you have both of those go off. You know it's not going to be 
it's it's going to be hard to lose that game. On the other side of the ball, Whip Snakes, Jay Carlson with the Hattie, and then after that, you know, Tierney, Chan, and Chuck both with two points, and then that's about it for them, man. Not too much going on offensively. Zed Williams with nine shots, but no points, nothing. Defensively, Matthew Dunn had a hell of a game. Two calls turnovers, seven ground balls. Burn Lawrence, you could expect four ground balls with a calls turnover. Earnhardt, I'm sorry, Earnhardt, three ground balls with a calls turnover. Young with those same stats. Squires of whatever day with one calls turnover, two ground balls. So nothing to be too proud of here. And then surprisingly, Joan Ardella, 27%, 5 of 18 with only four ground balls. So bit of a struggle on their end uh, between injuries and just struggle of playing. Burn Laura, though, 61%, 14 saves. Can't complain all too much. Next, we have Chaos and Chrome. This game was interesting. Like I said, I'm not a huge fan of the Chaos, but I still love Josh Byrne. He comes through with a hat trick and five points. Chris Cloutier, to me, a bit of hit or miss, but he hit today four goals. Dane Smith with three points on the day. I love me some Daner. And then you have Frazier and CJ Costabile, both with two points. CJ had a pretty good day himself. Serdic with three calls turnovers, two ground balls. Rowlett, two and two. Adler, one and five, with two points going 48%, which is pretty good for Max Adler, 48%. You know, you'll, you'll take it, you know. Blaze with 67% with 20 saves. I mean, come on, man. It's it's just almost unfair. And then on the other side of things, back with the Chrome. Kevin Rogers had a hell of a day. I don't really know where the fuck this guy came out of. He had five points, um, two goals, uh, one two-goal, one two-pointer, and an assist. So he had himself... Five points off of nine shots, shooting 33%. He's been playing a decent amount. Although he has not really produced all too much besides one weekend. But he produced this weekend, so. I wouldn't, it doesn't seem fantasy viable, but he had a good, had a hell of a weekend. You got to give him that. Jackson Murrell, again, with three points. Pretty decent by him. Two goals and assist. And then a whole bunch of dudes with th- uh, two points. Casabio, Heacock, Crotty, Malloy, Justin Anderson with three points as well. And then defensively, doesn't get too much better than this. Joel White, three calls, turnovers, six ground balls. Uh, John Modernski, Modernski, uh, two and three. Ryan uh, Beville, two and one. CJ Casabio, one, four, you know, two points. Ned Crotty, one, three, two points. Connor Farrell, 57%, nine ground balls. Not too bad on his own part. And then Chaos, Max Adler, fifty, uh, almost 50%. So, can't be too mad at either side of that. And then the last game on the weekend, the Atlas and Cannons had a hell of a game here. Very close. Love to see it. Brian Costabile, again, continues to fucking work it. Five points. Two goals, one two-pointer, one assist. Docs Atkin, probably fucking up his name, but four points, one, one, and one on him. 
Bucaro and Teat both with three points each. Teat a bit of a quote unquote slow day compared to what we're used to, but still back to back games in one weekend getting three points in each. Can't complain. Eric Law with two goals, which is nice to see. He had himself three points. Shooting 67%, which is nice. And then Cade Van Rapforce, Craig Chick. Three calls turnovers, five ground balls, and one calls turnover, four ground balls, respectively. And like I said, Trevor Baptiste continued to fucking rock it. 19 of 25, 76% with nine ground balls. And on the other side of thing, Lyle Thompson had himself six points with four, including four goals. Steven Rafis, four points, including a hat-trick for him. Who do you have here? Shane Jackson with a hat-trick himself. Ryan Drenner with two goals and an assist. Offensively pretty decent and pretty typical besides Paul Rabel. Paul Rabel had a bit of a tough day. And then defensively, Jake Pulver, four calls turnovers, which is huge. Don't see that all too often. Zach Goodrich, two calls turnovers, one ground ball. Brody Merrill, one and four. Morocco, five. Tim Edwards, four. Those are ground balls. And then fucking Reisman, man. Kevin Reisman, only three for 20, going 15% on faceoff. Can't have that happen. No ground balls. And Morocco came in huge, like he usually does with 19 saves, 63% with two two pointers against. Good amount of two pointers this week. Maybe they're starting to figure it out. Um, yeah, overall, you know, I'm excited for next week, especially with uh, Gutterding. If you have him or if he's available, I would definitely pick him up. And that's about it, man. Last week was good. Good lacrosse, close games, nice blowouts, you know, a little bit of everything.